Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Potty Mouth. Yes, we are back again for another exciting show, all garden-related goodness today. Yes, we have our esteemed guests. One's running slightly late there, the old boy, but we'll, we, we're here. Don't forget, questions. If you want a question answered, this is, you know, it's always nice. We're going to try and get as many as we can. Put a capital Q in in your question beforehand, and then it shows up. And I will actually do that now in the search. Well, straight away, YouTube <laughs> question, Tony. Why are the skins of my tomatoes thick? Probably not ripe. I would have thought. Stew there. We'll get. I'll keep that one because we'll get that. We'll, we'll we'll come back to it just in case I'm wrong. But welcome to the show. I'm glad everyone's here on the. On the new channel as well. I will just see if my esteemed guest there. Look at it, as if nothing's happened, Stephen. As if you weren't like three seconds before the launch. You know what I mean? So, but nice to have you all there. My something's happened to my watch, and it keeps on now, like making all the alarm noises and everything. So, let's kick off with the intro, and we'll get into the show. <laughs> So thank you very everybody very much for coming on. Look, you know, when I kind of see that intro, I just it does make us although we're kind of live and sometimes live gets a bit scary. It's a it's a lovely like thing just to talk about gardening and just kind of leave the the things alone. You know, like kind of the real world alone. So don't forget, pop over to our Discord. We are there. You know, not every minute of the day, but you know, we kind of certainly pop in there and and you know. From time to time, say hello. And obviously, you're watching this on this channel. There you go. That is our new channel. Please pop over there. Now, I keep on forgetting to mention this as well, but we have, if you ever want to listen just to the audio version of that, just go and search on, you know, on, on the like a podcaster app of your choice. We are there, Potty Mouth Garden Club. So you can listen to this just as audio as well, which is kind of fun. Or if you're in the Patreon Club, my little Patreon Club, you get that as well as an audio podcast and it's quite nice because I, I listen to kind of podcasts all the time and it's just nice to kind of it's just like a comfort and I'm hoping we're we're all comfort for yous there Stephen nice Hello. to have you how are you doing sir are you, are you good are you well is yeah uh very well thank you is Full the allotment the is, of, yes is of, the allotment good and well um yeah kind of <laughs> Kinda, That's yeah. It's uh, well, it's an allotment, isn't it? It goes up, it goes down. You go up, you go down. Um, had a few issues this year. I've been chasing my tail all year, as a recent video shown. Um, I've been a little bit behind, but learnt a lesson from it. And I froze. Froze again? Yes. Well, I'm sure you'll get yeah. back. You'll get, <laughs> get that sorted out there. Oh, for heaven's sake! Say, JB, nice to have you on, sir, again. How are you? Is everything you good? Much. I've just watched yeah. this morning, or it just must have been very early this morning, your latest video. And actually, JB, if anybody kind of struggles with gardening, I think that's a great video to go and watch where... Thank you. There's not much going right, I'll be honest. There's not much going right, but <laughs> yeah. 
I think you kind of yeah you had your bad spell. You had a little chat with Steve who'll give you a little pep talk, and you went back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And it was a totally different GB, and it was like almost like on the bright side of things. Well, sure, I haven't got you know this, I haven't got that, but I just thought it was a really uplifting video. So, well done there, <laughs> sir. Well done, well done, well done there. But even though they're gone, I don't think you're actually going to bring anything home this year. It's still yeah. a little bit upbeat this year because last this this uh, show because last one that video was just you're a little bit down, a little bit down. Yes, isn't it? exactly. Yes, yes exactly. No, no, I, I really um, enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. There's still definitely enough trickling into the kitchen as well to kind of keep me <laughs> keep me upbeat. Um, I got a few. Well, it was when is it was when. Um, you kind of moved into the greenhouse and even your peppers. And yeah. I was thinking, bugger, man, that's his, like, his one thing that is like, it's his holy exactly. grail is his peppers. Yes, now they're yes. bloody, you know what I mean? And JB, to be honest, I think I hit lucky that first few months, couple of, like the first month or so, but it's, I'm just there now with you all. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, I've just planted yeah. my sprouting broccoli. It's just been decimated by the, the caterpillars there. It's just... All my chilli peppers, my next video, I'm just pulling them all up. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of finished. I've got some chilies, but really? that's it. I'm finished. Do you know what I mean? They're just, this, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm there now with you. I know Steve's had a kind of, a, a bit, kind, not a bad spell, just catching up with his cell and there's things getting missed. Yeah. And that. It's just, that's gardening. Do you know what I mean? But I thought, honestly, like I say, I watched that video. Now, it was uplifting for me to see you. Uh, because <laughs> you, you, you almost didn't sometimes were going a bit manic, you know what I mean? And then yeah, coming yeah. back well, and it was... Well, it can get a lot, can't oh, it? Right. You know, when it's, yeah, it's one thing after Especially another. when it's, like you're saying, it's, and you, if you miss a window, I always think that. If you miss a seed window yes. or something goes wrong, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like you say, the sprout and broccoli are mine. If it doesn't, I haven't got any next year. Do you know what I mean? And it's down to the yeah, co-op yeah. to buy it at a ridiculous <laughs> price. You know what I mean? So someone, someone who never flusters... Never gets flustered. Audrey, eh? the queen plants woman. How are you doing? Are you, yeah. are you a good girl? I'm doing great. Oh, Thank lovely, you. Oh, lovely, lovely. Has everything been all right in your garden world this week since last time? Yes. Actually, I got most of my second spring stuff in. Uh, just need to add some chicories and some other. Is this the, this like the, the sowings that you, you actually brought inside? Yes. Right. All so I right, got my right. second load of cabbage and cauliflower and all kinds of that out. And I've got lots of beans starting again. So, yeah. I even put in more squash just last week. So right. All right. We'll right. see how that goes. I put those directly in. Well, it's funny. One sort of set of my beans, the climbing beans, I think I've just left them on the vine or on the bean too long you know when they get that little stringy taste like that yes. stringy texture yes. and tonight we've yes. just had like we've been having beans 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 your beans order them dwarf ones are just phenomenal there's been that I many which which has kind of put us on a back foot for the the climbing ones so we're getting to them climbing ones now and i just tasted the day out like tonight you know when you kind of do a test to see if it's you know i still want that kind of yeah. al, dent, al dente bite and i just i went oh i can just Feel the fiber a little bit. So I just steamed it the Helen back, to be honest. And it was all right after that. It kind of <laughs> melted in the mouth. But I was like, I'm, I've just missed, like, the, you know, like the sweet spot for picking. And, like, the right. it just went a little bit over. You know what I mean? But now, I've, what kind of beans are those? 
<laughs> Some sort of climbing being <laughs> Audrey. <laughs> yes, I, I do label. Wonder. I do label, but I kind of did it. I just I'll give, you a, tip, I'll give you a tip, Tony. If you hold the bean up against your thumb with the crease in the bean up against your thumb and grab the top right. and snap it back, you'll peel that stringiness out. Do it from both ends. Oh, man, man. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Well, that's what, Steve, that's what it just had. And I thought, yeah, but I'm going to try because there's bags of them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. You won't get it all out, but you'll get the fair majority. It'll make the whole eating, the whole eating thing much, much better. Right. Oh, that's, oh, that's brilliant because I love beans. You know, I know it sounds, you know, kind of. Plenty of butter, which okay, I don't suppose you should do, but I still love lots of butter, black it's, pepper. It's in, it's in balance. Just have lots of butter with your beans and then have less fat with something else. Mm-hmm. Fat is flavour, and that's something mm-hmm. that's well known. But if you have fat with everything, you will be, like mm-hmm. me, fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. <laughs> well, exactly. So yes, uh-huh. you've just got to limit where you have these. Somebody's extras, been having. You know? Somebody's been having a butter on everything. <laughs> right okay. then, I've got a few. Don't forget your questions. Put your questions in capital Q. But Steve, I just wanted to mention. Now I watched Dan Allotment Diary, Dan, and he's had a, an amazing harvest as well with his banana shallots. I don't know if you've seen it, Steve, but. No, I'm using I'm using the the, the Zabrun ones and yeah. mine look, Steve, healthy as anything. Do you know what I mean? Like really good, right. thick stalks. But I pulled two just so because they, they were in the way of me carrots. I've got some carrots and I thought I'll pull them. And they just look like like almost gone to seed spring onion. Now I wish I'd had a oh, photograph, okay. but I haven't been you know what I mean, I've been kind of away from it for a couple of days. And I was thinking I thought it would start to bulb up straight away, and so I'm not sure. They just look like fat spring onions still, like healthy as anything, but yeah. there's no bulb shape going to them. Is, have I right. missed, missed the window, do you think, or will it eventually well, bulb mean, up? You, you could leave some in. I mean, what's the size like at the moment? How I big mean, is the bulb? No, I mean the bulb. Well, it's there's no bulb. Big. There's no bulb. It's, it's just like a white, probably about... They're a good half inch thick. No, sorry, probably an inch and a half inch thick. An inch and a half right. thick. And then about okay. three or four inches white stem. Right. So you have got something there. I mean, it's worth hanging on. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would I would leave some, but pick them as you're using them so that you, uh-huh. if they go over and they go rotten or something, uh-huh. you know, you, you have had some of them. But yeah, ch- chance your arm, leave them in for a couple of weeks. I will, I will. I guess. I mean, there's odd ones, which are like the thinner ones of them, look yeah. like Zabrun banana shallots. You know, the, the ones that I looked at at first and thought, oh, they're the poor cousins of the, the, the bed. But they're the ones actually have bulbed up, and it's the ones that I thought looked really healthy. Haven't right. bulled up. I'll try and get a photograph for next time. I, mu- I must contact Allotment Dan then, because there's a question I need to ask him, because... I have a theory about these shallots this year, and I'm just wondering. And I've already acted on it right, if I'm right. But I'll, well, it's I'll funny get because on that. he did get in touch because I wanted to try and get him on the show, to be honest, one night. But and he did get in touch, but I haven't heard from him since. And he'd said his was it from Premier Seeds or, or it was the Zabrun ones? Just totally right. didn't work last year. You got like a crappy harvest, and it was just like he, he switched varieties. And then this year, I see he's had a you know. 
a good one. And like I say, you've had a kind of belting year with your onions. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah. Uh, no getting away but from he went to, Did he go to Premier Siege this year? I'm not know? sure. I'm not sure. Right. That's the question remember. I need to, to, uh-huh. to ask him. Because I have a feeling, somebody mentioned something about this, that when they hybridise these onions to make these shallots, that sometimes you get a mother, a mother and a father to make them. If the mother, let's say, is a little bit bigger, if the onion is a little bit bigger or has got more of her gene in that shallots, it can make them swell a bit differently. See, a lot of my shallots this year look more onion-like than shallot like if you like. They still taste the same, mm-hmm. still taste the same, but they've swollen more like onions. Um, and on that basis, I've just bought a load of seeds from various seeds right. and keep, to keep that strain going. And if it works out, then I can keep my own seeds in years to come because I actually quite like it, this size. You get so much more shallot for your money. And you said as well, they're kind of, they're a, a shallot is sweeter. Is that right? Like a sweeter flavour? Slightly sweeter, more mild, more of a mild right, flavour. Right, right. Um, the white onions are harsher. The red onions are much, much sweeter. Uh-huh. So, you know, was, we were talking about that last week for making sauces and things, weren't we? How you use your different yeah, onions. Yeah. So. All right, well, there we go, there we go. Now, JB, oh. JB, I want to get on to your, um, like I say, we've just been talking about your video. And I think you kind of, talk to yourself what was the problem there but your, your potatoes and actually you picked up a great point which is I do this all the time you were waiting to harvest your potatoes because of a YouTube video which yeah. I have honestly yeah. hands up that's and it's a, it's a it's annoying habit which I do quite often yeah. to be honest but I was just wondering I thought had you not and I'd, actually something noise was going on when you're crucial a little bit when you're explaining what you're doing wrong had you not just dug them in too shallow them potatoes because yeah, it was that too. Basically, what? it was it was a combination. So I kind of experimented with um, just instead of doing a whole trench for that second lot of um, main crop potatoes that I did, I just dug holes basically. So an individual hole for each seed potato, just to kind of see <laughs> see what it'd do. Um, they weren't particularly deep. It definitely wasn't as deep a hole as I would normally do for a trench, um, which I think is between kind of one and two feet. Um, and yeah, because of that, I, so I've, I've since that video, I, I dug them up yesterday, actually. Um, and sure enough, it wasn't the best harvest. They did a bit better than I expected, actually, though. There was um, probably like 60% of, um, you know, the harvest compared mm-hmm. to the, the previous rows, um, which were really, really good. But um, yeah, that kind of just direct planting the potatoes didn't really suit my soil. They, they hadn't done much kind of penetrating lower down. And lots of them had kind of come to the surface. And I think that would have been fine if I had just kind of earthed them up. But I'm pretty lazy when it comes to earthing Oh, up I know, I know. Well, it's well. funny, like, I think Steve mentioned it. He kind of maybe wobbling a little bit with the the, the, the buckets. And I think next year mm. I'm not going to use buckets. I'm just going to try putting them in, digging in the same place, but just digging trenches. Because, you know, I was telling Steve that I do dig a deep trench, and that's why I stopped doing it. But... This yeah. year, it just even, you know, I've tried to water as much as I can, and this year's been kind of unreal for trying to keep things damp and, you know, moist and everything like that. But just not, you know what I mean, not a harvested kind of, you know, I'm pulling out of my maybe six or seven little potatoes from a tub, do you know what I mean? So that's like yeah. 
two, three titties on a plant each, and it's like, I'm going to just try something different. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know what what you feel, Steve. Are you kind of in that boat now? or? Yeah, I've, I've been a bit disappointed. Last year, I was heavily disappointed. This year has been a little bit better. I mean, I have actually got a couple of photos on my phone. I was going to put on our little secret squirrel chat the other day, and it showed me that I had a tray of potatoes that I got from four buckets, which was pitiful, absolutely awful. And then I added a fifth bucket to double the amount that was in there. That was the difference. This fifth bucket was was like it was, you know, a handful of soil in there and all potatoes. Mm-hmm. It was just tremendous. But, uh, yeah, and that and there's a couple of other things as well. There's the cost of the compost. Um, mm. And the kicker for me, really, is I don't think that every time the flavour is there. Now, I don't think it's something I'm doing wrong. I just think that some varieties are better suited to it. Like, um, we know the Sarpo mirror works well. We've seen that on other people's videos, and we've done it ourselves. Sarpos are always always go ballistic in buckets but i don't for me i don't feel that all varieties work very well so like you i'm i'm still toying with the idea of next year growing some in the ground but mm. we'll see we'll see where we get to next year well i was thinking of going like the kind of straw way as well but i'm th- now thinking well i've got to buy in straw get in straw yeah. and then it's just like constantly put it on top so i'm not going to be kind of you know, I might just yeah. kind of earth up, you know what I mean? Audrey, do you have any of these troubles? Are you a, a tub tub girl or are you kind of in the soil? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't um, come out right I, there. I, I do no, it didn't. In uh, tubs, yes, because I just don't want to dig in the dirt. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's easier to dump out a bucket. Um, but this year, this next year, I'm thinking I might do some Ruth Stout experiments with potatoes because but i feel the same way tony like i have to bring in straw i have to figure out Mm -hmm. where i'm going to keep it i have to figure out what i'm going to do with it Mm -hmm. when i'm done with it Mm -hmm. so i'm considering it but i'm not sure it's am i right in thinking as well or do your buckets though you've got like drip feed on them as well oh yeah yeah so so yeah i just think i've struggled this year with i mean the bone dry but you know, before the yeah, kind of no, heat wave, I was like constantly. Yeah, they're definitely getting water. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I'm uh, hoping there's something there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe next weekend, I or yeah, beginning of September, I think I can peak. Well, so. I've probably got about, I don't know, maybe 10 buckets left and there'll be a couple of carrier bags, I think, if that. You know, I had this kind of great idea for a video. And I, I dare not do it because the, the potatoes are so small. Do you know what I mean? I'd be kind of laughed at. Do you know what I mean? So, right, let's just see. What? Sorry, Audrey, what were you? I was going to say that might be good conversation for this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you always have to press publish as well. You don't have to show. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just a good idea for a video. But then I kind of yeah. I needed like a decent potato to to do this video or a decent set of potatoes to do this video. Do you know what I mean? So I was thinking, but if they're no if they're small, then it would look a bit silly. Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you after my idea. Do you know what I mean? Because it's still oh, a good okay. idea if I get a good if I get a good crop one year. Do you know what mom's I mean? Mum's the word, eh? Yeah, mum's the, the word. Mum's the word. <laughs> right. Let's see. We've got uh, Jerry Ellis. 
Tony, enjoying your retirement. Yes, I retired. Yes, I just <laughs> let you know that. I okay, yeah. Yes, I am now officially retired. Jerry, thank you very much indeed. It's uh, hopefully easy street now, you know what I mean? That kind of, but no more night shifts, no more early shifts. That's just a kind of godsend, to be honest. So, right, um, Sarah's asking, my leaks are starting to get rusty already. Is there anything I can do to save them? Audrey, you don't get rust. Am I right in thinking you've never seen what rust looks like? Oh, I've seen it because I watch your channel, Tony. Audrey, I was led. I was led. I was caught hook, line, and sinker with that one. <laughs> well, you, you did kind of walk right into that. Uh, I have never experienced rust here. No. Well, I tell you, Audrey, what I've actually got as well, mind you, I've only got about say fifteen leaks in. Three of them have went to seed already. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, how are you, man? They're only like baby ones, but they've got yeah. the seeds, you know what I mean? So, Stephen, what would um, leaks getting rust already? Is that a bit of a problem or not? Um, I'm not sure I've got uh, rust on them already, but I've definitely got seed heads on the very early planted leaks. I've definitely got seed heads. The rust, to be honest with you, I don't really know that much about it. If I get it, I scrap them. If I don't, I don't. I've normally got plenty of onions. It's not something I worry too much about. But, you know, if you get it, you have got to take it off your plot when you harvest them. But, don't leave it behind on your plot. But leeks are like a kind of a wintery, you know, yeah, veg. And if you're getting, yeah. getting rust there now to take them off, can, can we not maybe tr- drag it out a little bit longer? Or is it best just to get rid of it straight away? It, I suppose it depends how heavy you've got it. I mean, I think I get rust on my leaks every year, but I, I get it very, very mild. I, I don't. Yeah. I've seen some really, really bad cases of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I'll be honest. I, as long as it's not affecting the crop, as mm-hmm. such, you know, I don't worry about these things. I don't worry about pests. I only worry about things when they become more of an infestation than a. A little bit of a problem. I mean, we, we kind of mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. I brought it up there. Charlie Dowden's garlic. You know what I mean? And that's kind of swayed me to go a soft neck this yeah. next year because his hard necks were covered in rust. Mine is. They don't develop into a bulb. Mm. So, but leeks, yeah. I mean, it's a bit gut wrenching when you want your leeks to go through the kind of winter and then be there for like the hearty stews and they're kind of dropping now. And did you say, Steve, that you're some of them leeks have got seed heads on now, so that yeah, they're buggered as well. Then are they? Well, not really. It depends how you cut them up and eat them. I mean, when I come to harvest them, if if they've got a central core, I will cut the leek in half, you know, sort uh-huh. of straight down, and just peel that out, and I'll cut the rest up and eat it. All right, hey, we're not one, are they? So exactly. it's, it's what you did in the war then, Tayers, didn't it? It is. I remember it well. <laughs> do, you mean, do, do you have any problems with rust? Well, I was going to ask if you're planting autumn or winter leeks, um, because I've always planted winter leeks, and they kind of go in around now after I take out my potatoes. Um, and they go in really small. It's quite late. Um, but they always they always do all right, and I, I get away without much rust. Um, it kind of starts to arrive Normally, like March, you know, like so the spring mm-hmm. after they were planted, sort of thing. Um, and 
touch wood so far i've uh, i've not had any major rust issues well what about with the leaks then do you, do you ever get the, the the white rot on the leaks no it doesn't affect leaks as far as i know um there's something about the kind of pathology of white rot where it only attacks certain members of the onion family all oh, right um, oh this is not just it doesn't attack leaks on your plot it's like leaks in general no i think say. leaks are I, I think so. Anyway, I don't right. want to put any misinformation out, but um, that's why elephant garlic does really well against white rot because it's more closely related to leeks than it is garlic. Um, so yeah, that's a little way around if you do want to have some garlic. Right, but it's right. very mild elephant garlic, not quite the same. No, no, very well done there. I just um, someone asked last week. Now, if I have I got it somewhere? Oh, I think it's on my page there about what cucumber. And then somebody kindly looked up for it there, and I'll just put it on the screen there. Oh, that's not the, the screen I'm sure. Interesting one. cucumber. Yeah, that's... Very uh, interesting. Why is that? Um, well, that's a picture of a tomato. Oh, that's for somebody. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, was wondering what it was. I was wondering what that was. Oh, I tell you what, well, I can't even get rid of it. How do I get rid of that? Anyways, it was Carmen. Carmen F1 cucumber. How am I getting rid of right. that? That's, um, that's for the next... Um, picture anyway i don't know how that's getting there uh... oh i don't see it's gonna be still we'll stick to it and i'll see if i can kind of we'll jump to this kind of thing this is what i was talking about audrey yes. is are some seed companies color grading their vegetables too much so you mentioned Audrey um, a while ago, and it was for let's see, the. Is it coming up there? Let's have a look. No, not that Gigantamo. one. This, this one you said, oh, it's been colour graded, Tony. And I kind of never even thought seed companies were actually, you know, this is that kind of Barry's Crazy Cherry. They would never kind of colour grade a tomato. Now I'm just picking, I'm just using one kind of company here. Wait, if I can see the. This is the, the ultimate. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, well, mine, mine looked like mind. that. Well, see, when I grow right, well, that's what I was kind of wanting to ask you. Is this just because we're in a different, because I've never had a Brad's Atomic look like that. Never. Well, you're you not know? growing them outside. Mine are in direct sun. Right, right. I think there's a difference there. For right. sure. I don't recall mine, seeing mine, that. Mine are much darker than that. Stuff, but... What was that, Steve? I say mine are much darker than that. I, uh, I was just kind of like curious because I was like thinking, are they almost lead with kind of down like a, a like a path we can never get or achieve? No, I think maybe there was a picture that we were talking about, and it did look like it was photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'd said, but I don't think like because you're showing a lot of Baker Creek stuff. Well, well if you have a look at this. Everything I've grown from them looks uh-huh. exactly like well, we'll just they put say that, it should look. If, I know that's kind yeah. of, but that to me, because I'm just going off like her hands and the kind of, it does look like it's been tweaked. Do you know what I mean? I kind of, you can kind of tell it's been tweaked a little bit. I'm not saying the, t- the, the actual physical tomatoes look okay, but yeah. it looks like it's been tweaked. And I was just thinking, do do companies maybe 
enhance their vegetables? Just because I know, remember there was time, I tried to look for one on eBay when they see a red cucumber. Have you ever seen them red cucumbers? Right. Yes. And they're like yes. screaming yes. bright red. That's the yeah, kind of the far extreme, you know what I mean? So Yeah, and they're not. They're yeah. certainly, no, they're like a t- dirty yellow, to be honest. So Right. Well, I, I look at it like even us in our videos, sometimes we do a little color correction. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right? So if that's a legitimate photo by a professional i could see yeah there might be a little color correction done audrey there's, there's, I don't a, think... there's a there's a beauty f- uh, filter on that <laughs> <laughs> several but i'm not yeah i don't think they're i don't think a reputable company is going too far from from the right right well that's nice because you know the straight away that, that, that's the one company i was thinking oh because i've looked on you that's what i was saying to you before the show it seems like this is what the way I was going. UK ones, I couldn't really find anything that was over the toply produced. Do you know what I mean? I was just the right. this one. I was is is that what the now look mine? Like? Yes, I grew one and it looks just like that. Right, right. So that's kind of what they're you'll gorgeous. get from the wow, they're wow. gorgeous. And what's gorgeous. that called, Audrey? Gigantamo. Orange, orange accordion. Accordion. I was there. I thought it was Gigantamo. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's orange Tony, Grown Locals just posted in the chat there, seed marketing in the UK has rules regarding this. Mm. So. Right, right. Well, there you go. Not on eBay. Did anyone see any of them red no. red cucumbers no, the, on? The, yeah, yeah, the Chinese, Chinese stuff is got, terrible. Yeah, no, no. I, no I well, it's funny enough, I couldn't find one because I've bought some of them red cucumber things before and grown them. <laughs> And they're certainly not red. Do you know what I mean? It's like a dirty brown, they're yellow like color. Brown. Yeah, yeah, they're brown and yucky. Yes, but uh, I couldn't actually see any. I couldn't find any on the on the thing. So you know. Well, I bought some seeds years ago from China. I can't remember what they were, but I opened a packet, and there were things crawling out of it, insects. So I had to quickly close it up and go outside and burn it. Lord wow. only knows what they were, but I came from China. <laughs> right, I think eBay is just the wild west. When it oh comes yes, to uh, this yes, is great. yes. Uh, <laughs> it's no uh, well, I've even I'm sure did I buy some Brad's atomic grape from me, and it didn't come. The, the, you know what I mean? There was some of them were like a, you know how you've got that kind of black richness, and then they do turn a little bit, but they were just like a, almost like a red color. You know what I mean? Like a, a like a cousin a strain. Of a cousin of a cousin to the Brad's Atomic, you know. So. See, the other thing is as well that a lot of people don't know that if, if for instance, you've got an F1 seed, people don't know that if you save the seed from that, it's now an F2 and it's not really yeah. all going to come true, but they'll still sell the seeds. Oh, I got it from a Brad's Atomic grape, so it must be a Brad's Atomic grape. I'll mm-hmm. sell it. Well, that's and, the, um, isn't that one of the kind of the main ones for the tomatoes? You know, the Sun Gold. That's everyone kind of wants to keep them seeds, and I don't think you get that many in a packet when you buy them. But you've you've no. always got to buy a you know a packet of sun gold seeds. You can't keep yeah. them little uh, them little belters. So anyway, Are you we try any. Um, sorry to interrupt. Are you going to no, try no. any of the over, overwintering the side sheets, Tony? That everyone's kind of raving about on um, on what on from tomato- your tomatoes. All oh, right. So instead of um, if you've got an F one variety that you don't want to. Um, you know, rebuy the seeds for. Right. Um, this was a Charles Downing one because um, he, he's he's got a variety that he's been doing it for like seven years. So around this time of year, he'll just let a side shoot grow on, 
give it its own little pot and then overwinter that and then grow that into a full-size tomato in spring. Wow. All right. No. And that might, might be worth a go. Well, I did try, JB, last yeah. year I tried the uh, the chilies. Yeah. <laughs> I tried two or three chilies that I, none of them kind of survived. And they looked like they did yes. right no, up until I... like the final kind of month, and then I just lost them, you know what I mean? So Overwintering I... chilies is quite difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't have much success either. No, a friend of mine down know. south does it. He does it every year, but he... He pots his up and puts it right on the middle of the dining room table and grows it as a house plant mm. through the winter. Right. And they, they do that every year. And I guess they must just have the right climactic conditions in that dining room. Well, I had ours in the bedroom and we kind of have our bedroom window open. And I think obviously some nights got a little bit frosty, yeah. cold, and maybe kind of because they're a fickle thing in the cold, mind you, chilli plants, to be honest there, yeah. JB. So. But anyone, if anyone's interested to know, it was a common F1. So we're talking about F1 there. So you've got to get the seeds from your cucumbers. Your cucumbers have been out of this world this kind of this year. There's another one there. You know what I mean? I'm not going to kind of show it now again, but uh, there's another one that's kind of coming. I've been happy as anything with them. I think last year, oh, I forget what they were called, but... They were just like little spiky things, and I didn't. I grew them all yeah. right, but I wasn't happy with the kind of the veg and anything like that. So, do you know you can sort of cut them in half on on the while they're on the plant itself? Cut half of it off, take half home, and eat it. The other half will carry on growing, and where you've cut it will callus over, so it's fresh when you want it next time. So you don't have to take the whole cucumber home. Is it? Straight up, straight up true. Somebody will confirm it in the chat there. I know they. Will. I have never heard that before. I, I no, can't, I've I, never heard that. Either. I'm frightened to trust them because it's like Audrey will lead you down a path and then just bang, <laughs> you're kind of you're hook line and sinking. <laughs> oh, flipping heck! After yeah, all I the good stuff I've there. told you, <laughs> so you can no, leave. Seriously, it. you cut it. Just cut it. A nice clean cut, and what's left on the plants will callus over. And you can take the half home you've cut off, eat it, come back a couple of days later, take the other half. Straight well, up. Well, there's something I never knew. It's, it's like, it's, I'd well, be laughing by now if I was messing you around. You know I wouldn't be able to hold it back. Well, well, you did tell me about well, the cabbage walking sticks, and I didn't believe that, to be honest. So I'm kind of thinking maybe <laughs> well, you trained. As well, I know. It's almost yeah. like, would I lie to you? It's like, it's like Bob Mortar on, <laughs> would I lie to you? You know what I mean? <laughs> but why wouldn't you just cut the whole thing and put the other half in the refrigerator? Maybe you've grown the wrong variety, or you only want half a cucumber. Maybe there's only two of you, mm. and you've grown. A or bit. it's the or it's the point that you can do that. I didn't even know you. I thought it would just go mouldy. So I'm thinking, and mouldy and rotten and wow. start to kind of festival. I mean, I'll be and... honest. I've never actually tried it myself, but I have seen yeah, it, and I have. I'm fairly certain I've seen it on a oh, TV program. Okay, folklore. you heard it down the pub. All right. <laughs> oh, I don't think G- I don't think Jibby's quite there, Steve. I don't think he's quite there. <laughs> There's one thing I've never been talking about down the pub, and that's about growing cucumbers. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Right. Well, Fiona Kane is asking, and Fiona, all I can say is yes. Are Brad's atomic prune? to splitting or is it my watering well to be honest this year if you want to, a lot of mine have split but have split actually at home i brought them home and they've, they've split in the fridge would you believe and i'm like and i'm not too bothered 
because I'm going to keep all the ones that have split for seed, but that have split. And I was thinking, ah, yeah. But I'm kind of almost, like I said, it doesn't bother us that, but it's them black strawberries, Audrey, that are just like the tomato of this, you know, in the, in the Smith household. That, They're the ones the that one are... That, yeah. And especially even in the first place. Yeah, especially when you can get yeah. like a nice big one, Audrey. Have you, you don't know, you get yeah. anything. That's a that's a winner. That's a winner there. Yeah. You know, so. Are you yeah. growing any are you growing any of them, Steve? The black strawberry ones. Yeah, I've got some on and, and I was actually in that back tunnel today, taking off the foliage as you do, you know, up up the stem. Uh, and I've actually got more tomatoes than I kinda led on to believe. Uh, you know, when I was all sorts mm-hmm. of doom and gloom a week ago, I've actually got tomatoes on and I can see trusses developing. So it was only at that very early stage that I'm missing a couple of trusses. But, yeah, the black strawberries and the blue chocolate and the brads, uh, they're all coming on quite well now. And you've got you've got tomatoes on and you'll probably really get yes. them over the finishing line as well. Yes. There's a black strawberry there that I could eat tomorrow. Right. Right. Well, there we go. Yeah, those are wonderful. We'll just um, we'll just ask JB any tomatoes, JB. Any, any? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, right? I've got this weird thing where um, so I've had a lot of caterpillar damage, um, but on on the big, I think it's a monster rat. So like, I've got one big beefsteak. And they're all just ugly as sin. You remember that first one? Yes, I, I, said I love it. I, I, you, you picked it off because you didn't like it. It was just a, it yeah. was an ugly tomato and it's just not on my item. They're all a bit like that, not just in terms of like their shape, like that's fine, but they've all got like kind of grey blemishes in their skin. They all just look like they've been through the wars a bit. And is that normal for like a big beefsteak tomorrow? Is it normal for them to get? Well, I know they like... kind of do look sometimes kind of like a, a like almost. You know how I showed you this last one? There was a lovely kind of. Some of mine do go like deformed and a bit twisted, and I've never yeah. thought about it, JB. To be honest, I've just like chopped them up and made a sauce with yeah, them. I don't know, yeah, yeah. Audrey. I know exactly what he's on about. Do you know what JB's on about? Where they just look and they've got like scars on them, and it's like they've mm. got like deep dark crevices in, and they're just like a. They're not a pretty yeah, tomato. I, I think that's more from uh, heirloom varieties. Yeah. Um, I think some of the more F1s are a little more, uh, they're not prone to that. Because I'm growing one right now, and it's, uh, oh my gosh, I'll think of the name. <laughs> but it is, it is uh, it's an heirloom. And it splits like around the neck a lot. So the shoulders, mm-hmm. I should say, of the tomato. It's almost like a circle around the top. Yeah, and my tomatoes are watered very, very consistently. Uh, and this is one that's part of the dwarf tomato uh, thing. Uh, so it's like everybody's making a dwarf version of some of the larger versions. Uh, it's next to my purple heartthrob. <laughs> so it's purple. Oh, it's purple rain, I think. Oh, nice. I think. And uh, it, but it's splitting at the the shoulders, so the it's almost like you got to cut the shoulders off a bit. But they're absolutely del- delicious uh, tomatoes. So I wouldn't like I say, JB. Though, if you do come across them again, just still don't throw them away. You still keep them and just no. like I say, cut yeah. the. You know what I mean? Cut the, the buttons out. If they, have a, if they have like the cat face on the bottom, which a lot of heirlooms do, you just take that off. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. 
What were you pointing to there, Stephen? Somebody just asking, says, is Steve putting that lino in his greenhouse? So I was just going, ooh, it's that you're mentioning. I've got, some, <laughs> I've got a new roll of lino to go down in this room when I, when I refit it. This is, that's your, See, that's your game more, room, the, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the more interested in the bloody lino than the army. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tucked away in a corner. So the neck. Right, let's Thanks, see Jerry. what 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 else we got. Um, what topic? When are you ordering GB? I'll jump to you first, there, sir. When are you ordering next year's seeds? Have you started already? Because I know Steve mentioned he'd order these flowers seeds. When are you going to start thinking about next year's seeds? That's a good question. I'm pretty opportunistic when it comes to seeds, so whenever there's they're in sales, I tend to pick up a lot, um, and. I'm kind of impromptu, you know, I often don't do a big seed bulk order. Um, and I don't know if there's really any left for me to do. Like I'm not always, I'm not kind of evangelical about always using fresh seeds. I know there's some plants where it's quite important that you do that. Um, none that I think I'm planning on growing next year. Um, and quite often if I do remember there's something that I've forgotten. I just go and pick it up and sew it the same day. Um, uh, well, so not very too. planned, you know, not very planned. Um, but my seed box is currently like overflowing. Um, we went to Wilco just uh, last Friday and yeah. there was seed packets for like 5p, you know, so it's just like, yeah, just, <laughs> in, you know, like <laughs> just scooping them off the shelf. Um, you know, and I've, I've picked up loads kind of towards the end of summer sales online as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm kind of okay for seeds at the moment. Well, it's we'll funny see. enough, I, we'll I, expected, I like. expected you to be a bit kind of, you know, like haphazardy kind of, just like a little yeah, bit yeah, like yeah. me. But I'm expecting Audrey's methodical with her seed, you know what I mean, with ordering. And, uh, I, bet there's, I bet there's, a, I bet there's a, an Excel I sheet. Myself, <laughs> I'm a self-admitted seedaholic. So, uh, yeah, I have seed orders coming in. Probably weekly, right? But even yeah. now, even wow. now, oh, absolutely, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I'll, you know, because I, I also set up like wish lists on things that I want to try, mm-hmm. and when I, if I find that they're available, snag them right then. Mm-hmm. Wow! So it's not but, like it's not like something like a wind, a little. Sunday afternoon or cozy, cozy. Let's think about the seeds. It's just a... well, I do that. I do that when my the rare seed catalog comes out once mm-hmm. a year. You know that big thing. It's like five hundred pages long. Yes, absolutely. Sipping a bourbon while I'm doing that <laughs> is like the best day of my life. Uh, and I will order new ones because they'll come out with new stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I'm all about if it's available, I'm grabbing it. So, Audrey, just out of curiosity, and just let's see how obsessed you are. So, if the, the catalog, let's like Baker Creek catalog drops every year, and it is a, like a, a lovely catalog. Can you, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they actually say the word new on a seed, but do you, can you see vegetables that are not normally there and that's a new variety? And I'll just snag that. Or, oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is that your little and Bible? I won't, even, I won't even tell you when JB's talking about his seed box. Uh-huh. I want to go, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have four of those plastic things that you have, Tony. Yes. You know, the, I have four of those. And then I have 
Uh, one thing for beans alone, it's like a big box that's just for beans and one for peas. Well, I've totally, because I did get two, Audrey, but I've totally yeah. kind of outgrown. And the one, my main one, has been left in the polytunnel in the sun. And it's just every time I pick it up now. You know, I saw that in, in one of your videos and uh-huh. I thought, oh, you can't leave your seeds. Uh, no, it's all, it's all gone. It. It's all gone. So yeah. I need, and I need a, um, the beans, I need a totally different thinking. Because they're be- so big. Yes. Yeah. Beans yeah. And- it's, like a, it's like a CD holder and it's just full of beans. Uh-huh. Because even salad now, since I started, you know, with the obsession with Steve telling us to kind of grow yeah. more salad, salad's just like I'm under, I'm having to move it out of the box into a Tupperware, into like a Tupperware box. Do you know what I mean? JB, how, well, do you, I, how do you store? I just sorry, Audrey, how JB, how do you store your seeds in? It's just a little, I mean, it is quite a small box, it's like a little wooden box. Little nice hinge. It's got like a nice watering can. Has it got the word the seeds? Has it got the word seeds <laughs> yeah. through it? Yeah. Um, but what I do is um Wait, on the bottom. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I just get um a bit of um A4 and create little um dividers that have got like stuff scrawled on them. So like brassicas, salads, whatever. So there's some loose organization in there, so at least I can find what I need. Um but it works quite well. I just create like a little wallet out of bit of a4 that you fold four times um and yeah it works okay for me you know it's all right also i got a lot of tiny little seed packets you know from like premier seeds or whatever um and you know you buy those it's like 500 seeds in a pack they don't take up that much space so it's quite dense in there well, the will take up when when steve's because steve the amount of seeds you saw the, the amount you must buy is on a par with audrey so how do you keep all yours in in the same as you, Tony, in those plastic boxes. I've got four of those boxes. And currently, I've got another, I don't know, tub down at the allotment. And there's probably 20 packets of seeds in that. There's a seed tray on the floor in the kitchen full of seeds. I've got seeds all around me here. I mean, as I pointed out last week, I've got these seeds here. These are flower seeds. And I've got sweet pea seeds down there. I don't. Own a jacket that hasn't got a packet of seeds. seeds. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, uh, there isn't a jacket in the house without a packet of seeds in. Well, mine's and even. Sometimes the seeds actually stay in the in the packet. Otherwise, they become pocket seeds and they're wonderful because you can just sow them anywhere. My seeds now are overflowing to the two, you know, the drinks dispensers in your car. Now they're yes. getting full of seeds. Do you know what I'm thinking? Yeah, the same for... in our van. Yeah, uh-huh. so... same in our van. And in, <laughs> and in the dashboard, and in the glove box, everywhere. In fact, I opened the side door of the van, and the seeds there now. Yeah, I think there's even some in a pair of wellies in there. For heaven's sake, everywhere <laughs> Right now, crazy. I think we might have. I think we might have had this by Juan already. But uh, anybody know any tips? For stopping cats in your beds, any does that um, ring a bell? I for recently it? heard a good one. Right, and it's put uh, plastic forks. You know those mm. for parties yes. or whatever the plastic forks, and just stick them in, and let the the tines stick up. And apparently, if you put them enough, that's going to irritate the cat, and they're not going to go in there. Right, but, you oh, know okay. they're wanting to. 
they're wanting to poo, so they need a little bit of room. So if you just stick those in. I don't have problems with cats, more squirrels. And I, I think you were saying would, last, last week we were having a chat. Yeah, I think this they was... wouldn't care if there was a fork. They'd probably <laughs> just pull it out. But <laughs> I think that works for kitties. <laughs> Did anybody watch that video from about the squirrel... The lad that built the kind of yes, school. I did. Yeah. Oh, just what, it, an yeah. Up, what an uplifting. You know what I mean? Kind of just a brilliant. I couldn't believe video. the lengths that guy went to to develop yes. something, and then uh-huh. to once he'd seen the squirrel go past it, to redevelop it and try and uh-huh. stop it doing it. Well, he's a, he's a he went to. Oh, was, I know. He's uh, an, an ex NASA engineer. Do you know what I mean? He's he built part of the the Mars rover. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of well, and he's. Great, like for building stuff, like for getting kids interested. So most yeah. of these, or all these videos, are kind of brilliant. I just love Mark Rober, but that one is just because I think he's done it twice now. There's like two or three it maybe was, videos. It was the second one I watched, right. the, uh, the Ninja Two one I watched. Right, yeah. well, the, the first one really just good. like excellent, excellent. So one. how does it end? Does the squirrel end up in a bucket of water that it can't get out of? <laughs> Ends On up the barbecue. With a, Ends up I no, did. no. It ends up with the nuts. It, it gets the prize. They'll get oh, the prize. You know, you know that's that's a man with a kind heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's just. I was um, going to say. Sorry, well, Jim, my, the thing that's always worked for me with cats is um, rose or bramble trimmings. So exactly the same thing as plastic forks, but biodegradable, basically. Um, rose yeah. rose stalks are like perfect. You know, if you've got an actual rose bush that you trim down. They hate it. They, it's been foolproof in my, my raised bed in the back garden. Um, mm. I could just kind of stick them in the soil at like odd angles, <laughs> create a real obstacle course for the cats, and they can't be bothered with it. <laughs> Marty has got a good question here. She says, salad question. I've sown from a packet of mixed salad leaf seeds four times. This time, only one variety of fondy-type leaves have come up. What do you think has happened? It's been hot, but well-watered. So, Steve, what what do you think? So she's sown like a mixed bag of seeds. She's sown it four times. On the fourth time, there's only one variety of the the lettuce. Has it sounds sounds to me like it might be in direct sunlight. Try and keep it out of direct sunlight. Still somewhere warm, but keep it out of direct sunlight. It, I mean, it, the fact that one of the lettuce seeds is is uh, germinating and growing. Normally, when they put these mixes together, they're all of the same age seeds. Normally, mm-hmm. but otherwise, then it could be a bad mix. But don't ever throw a tray out. Just leave it. Keep watering it. Leave it on the side and see what happens. Sometimes, seeds can take some time to germinate. I've got exactly the same thing in my polytunnel now with all my lettuce seeds, and I know most of those seeds are good. But it's like twelve, thirteen days now, and they're not germinated. Normally, it's like a week. In fact, you and me, Tony, we've both sown the mushroom trays of mixed leaves, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Mine are up now, and they're about an inch and a half tall, and some of the other lettuce hasn't germinated yet. So, you know, it's... well, And I know some of that seed's good. Uh, funny enough, Stephen, I was having a little bit of problem with the last batch. You know, I've sown, like, the, the salads. And yeah. I've got them down, you know, I brought them down. And <laughs> probably the day or the day after I brought them down, we've had kind of coolish weather. So yeah. didn't and nothing was happening for a while. I mean, the brassicas were all away, but the salad yeah. and the mustards haven't been that good. So I switched on in the hut the and actually I might have left it on. No, I think I've knocked it off. I switched on the the heat mat. Yeah, within a day they were up. 
Yeah. So it's obviously been a little bit too cold for them. Do you know what I mean? Which I didn't didn't yeah. think. You know what I mean? But like, you know, you say like the warm soil. So I was struggling to get, and I was thinking, bloody hell, salad again. But now you it's, think, I mean, twelve days ago it was really quite warm, uh-huh. but now the temperatures have dropped. You know. Um, quite significantly as well. So that will throw a spanner in the works. Mm. I mean, I was actually thinking this afternoon, maybe I'll do some of the, you know, the really small quarter trays. I'll yes. sow some of them, put them on my windowsill here at home, and that will give me a germination. Well, it, it within a day, within a night, you know, like I woke up the next day, went there, yeah. and they were, they were there, they were up. So I've got them all there now, and it's just, it's down to me now to kind of repot them on where, <laughs> where I can yeah. kind of get that kind of, Done or not, you know what I mean? Um, now, I've sent out, actually, I, I haven't heard anything back from them, but because I wanted to do an, actually an interview with them. But I just want to grab your thoughts. You know how we're kind of, we're doing allotments and that. And there's a company, there's a, probably a couple of companies. There's one called Roots Allotments down Bath, Bristol, down Bathway, where it's a private company that's set up and you can kind of go and if you go on online, Roots Allotments, have I got it? I don't think I've actually got it set up on the thing. To you can just rent instead of waiting like six to ten years for an allotment or whatever, you can rent an allotment. And sure enough, they're a little bit more money. Do you know what I mean? In some cases, you know, I think Steve probably allotment probably the size of yours might be about two hundred odd pounds. Right. I think a year. So. Or is, is that oh, no fifty pound a month? I think maybe fifty six. I don't know if you're on there. JB, <laughs> if you can have a look. I, I, I That's big money. Oh, I know. But I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, me personally, even just this software to run this show is nearly fifty pound a month. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of. Yeah. I'm thinking, if you love a hobby that much and you can get it, I mean, there yeah. certainly is cheaper ones. They've got like little plots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll just see if I can kind of push it. Well, just Steve, what what's your thoughts about that? Would you be willing to kind of pay a private it de- company? It depends how struck I was for a, a growing space. To be honest, um, I mean, if I really wanted a growing space, then I guess I would because I mean, let's look at it another way. I mean, you could spend. 50 quid going and watching football for a, for a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. So uh-huh. it's what you get out of it. But something else interesting on from that, which I've seen before, was... I still uh, kind of get, I still I get that bloody <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing a few years ago, you could rent an allotment space and this company would plant it up for you. You'd tell them what you wanted to grow. Right. They would grow it in that space, and then when it was harvested, they would send it to you. You didn't even actually have to visit your allotments. Right, so right. Your, your bit of land, you told them what to grow. When it was harvested, they sent it. Right, well, I'll, 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 I'll be keen on that. But they've got, I mean, actually, the starting, if okay. anyone wants to kind of go over, the start micro plots from nine, £9.99 a month, then they've got They're like tiny. Stock- Startup ones, which is like twenty pound a month, all the way up to yes, being, they, you know, I mean, hundred hundred eight square meters. That is that roughly yours, Steve? A hundred like hundred square no. meters? No, no, Steve's I'm over six hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I've got, oh. I've got about a hundred odd, and so my plot would be five hundred and fifty pounds a year, <laughs> which is a lot of money uh, at the moment. I pay like yeah. thirty pounds a year. So um yeah they are some 
But that, see, just, that's that's a good that's a good reckoning, Jimmy. You're quite lucky. You pay thirty pound a year is for yeah. n- that's just I've never heard of that. You know what I mean? That's kind of like, no one must be making any money. It's just going for you know. I pay like, I think it's probably about a hundred and six something like that a, a year. Wow. So I don't know. It's I would yes. Yeah, I would certainly. I mean it. They've nearly sold all the plots, so there's a demand there for it. Especially yeah. if you, like you say, you're waiting 10, 10 years for a plot. It depends mean? what they're offering with it, really. I mean, you know, is it running water on every plot and they put well, a shed on for you? Community tools, yeah. workshops and talks. A free personal trial. <laughs> <That's quite laughs> personal on, online courses ready to, plan, um, ready to plant beds regular seed packs free personal trowel community tools running water and i know uh, i think charlie dowden was there for the opening day as well and he supports them but as i've never heard of this really? like kind of like a companies that do this and but i think there's probably a couple around the, the england which is Great little business model, I think. You know what I mean? If like you can get people that are kind of waiting years and years and just mm-hmm. would. What's the well, Audrey? What would you pay? What's the most you would pay for a a plot of land to have like what we call over here an allotment? If you didn't have your garden, how much would you be willing to pay? Uh... a month. A I... month. I I would probably go twenty five thirty five ish a month. A month, right, right? Yeah, I'd probably go a little bit more to be honest. I would. Um... But if it's monthly, I don't know. Mm. If you're paying a hundred dollars, essentially for the year, um, yeah, I'd I'd maybe go three four hundred for the year. Well, when you think, Audrey, this is. This is our hobby. This is like this is it. Right, this, is, no. this is you know what I mean. So, oh yeah, it's not about cheap because hobbies are not cheap. Mm-hmm. I think we can all just agree on that. They're just not. Um, yeah, I'd it's have a to tough think one, about it. mate. Yeah, it's a, a model. That's a model. I'm just not even used to thinking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Steve, what about you then? Because you know, what I mean, I know, you, you, I know, I'm not being kind of flippant here, but you'd kind of spend. 50 quid on compost, you know, quite easily. But how much would you actually, would you be willing to spend a month for an allotment? Oh, gosh. Well, probably 50 quid a month, to be honest. Uh-huh. Quite quite happily. And then I would probably bulk at it a little bit. The thing that's in danger there is if people are buying it because they've got no other choice, and would that cause yes. resentment in the community? Yes. You know, after a couple of months when people realise, God, we've got to pay this every month. Mm-hmm. You know, Joey over there has got that a little bit cheaper. Well, he's only got a small bit of ground, but, you know, mm-hmm. he's cheaper. Maybe I'll get a smaller one. There'll be all that sort of... I don't know if it's a, that good a model and how much resentment it might cause. Well, it's you've hit, yeah, a good, I... you've hit a good point there, though, as well, is you don't mind paying the £50 a month when when the season's here. But when there's yeah. no season and there's, there's, it's yeah. just winter months, you know, for at least yeah. three months, you're paying like 150 quid just for the winter. And what nothing. happens if your travel breaks? You get a new <laughs> <laughs> You know? Oh, you've got to think of these things, you know? You're paying oh, 50 yeah. quid a month. And what Honestly, I just like the seeds in the seed pack and 
I'd I buy a plot. It. Yeah. So. I, I would think it'd be more practical to buy a plot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's there is, so Audrey, like in, in this village, we have got like private allotments. And I think that yeah. if, you're will, if you're willing to pay, I think they go for around about maybe three 3,000 to 5,000 to buy it. So it's yours. It's like a private land. Right. And like wow. you say, if you maybe that's the, the route, you know, because I've, like, I've had mine, paid mine for 25 years. You know what I mean? So it's at least 20 yeah, I, years. I, I I just, if that became the model here, I would just buy a plot. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. then I can sell it when... That's not what I'm doing anymore. JB, I know you're kind of careful with your money. You, yeah. you know, I mean, you young students that have just come out of university, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, you can, you can get a tin of pain for that. You know what I mean? So you got to yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> my main concern with it is um, this kind of becoming the new normal, um, and yes. it, it kind of removing the 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 current kind of just the, the the idea and the concept behind allotments is that they're not they're not really a profit making venture you know they're they're put aside as a public good um yes. and they are there for the benefit of you know Local it doesn't residents. matter if if yeah if you've not got bags bags of money you can do allotmenting on the cheap um you know and i try to kind of stay in the spirit of that as best i can because i think that's kind of one of the things about allotments really um but yeah, I just it it makes me a bit uneasy seeing this kind of thing where a lot of people would be priced out of this, um, and it makes me worry about kind of the future of allotment provision. You know, if if these started popping up everywhere, what's it going to mean for the the price of your council allotment um, yeah. and that kind of thing? I, I get that, Jimmy, but just you know, like the kind of for the devil's advocate kind of thing. Would you wait ten years? Would you wait sixteen? You know the the people over the over the wall for me have waited sixteen years. Their kids are up and away. You know what I mean? It's it's that's that's the thing. Yeah. And if you know, yeah, finances are a little bit kind of different for everybody. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. it's a model. I kind of think. You know what I mean? It it could work, but like what Steve said there, the, the certain months I would be really begrudging paying. Yeah. Like fifty pound through the window, that would just kind of knock me. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just you sometimes don't go up. I think I would still have my name down on a council waiting list while I was paying yeah. that. Uh, uh, yes, uh, 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 I think I'd still definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. everybody else would as well. So, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's a, a bad use of land, you know. And you can't outlaw people doing this kind of stuff. Um, it's it's nicer than it going for housing or something like that. And hopefully, it would still have. You know, I mean, it looks like when you, if you look on the thing, you know what I mean? Like it that. looks like they've got a nice big teepee in it. It looks like a, a nice community. You've got running water. Do you know what I mean? So it's, I think it's going in the right direction. It's just, it's, are you prepared to pay them? You know what I mean? Business. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's our economy there. You know, people's got to make some money. But, JB, you still haven't answered the question how much are you willing to pay? It's a good question. It's a very good question, and I don't know. Um, off the uh, like, it's kind of like a you know frog in hot water thing. You're like once you're <laughs> invested and it's your allotment already, and you get a, a letter saying they're doubling the rent. That's very different from you know being someone who doesn't have an allotment who has to make a choice about whether or not they're going to start spending a hundred pound a year or two hundred pound mm-hmm. a year. Um, I think I go up to a hundred pounds a year for mine. 
Um, but I wouldn't be too happy about it. That's probably about the the limit for me. Because <laughs> mine's half a plot as well. So it's uh, relatively small. Right. But yeah. You'll be out there drink, drinking your wine. <laughs> 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 Let us see what the time is. Actually, it's just kind of flowing. Like, oh, we're over the hour already. Whenever answered, um, I tell you what, we'll answer a couple of questions there. Right? Yes and no. Da- <laughs> well, actually, there you go. Then David Bruff's asking: Are there any carrots that can sow now? Stephen, carrot man. Oh God, yes, definitely. Chantonet is good. Um, that's a nice sort of tinyish carrot, although they can get quite decent size. Um, I like them because you can just put them in whole into a casserole or a soup or mm-hmm. something. They're fantastic. Um, the other variety that's good over winter is Eskimo. That's a really, really good variety. Are you planting these in your polytunnel, Steve? Are you planting them outside as well this time? Planting them. They're planted. They're sown and growing. But is it too late to sow it now? No, not, not at all. You can still sow them in December. They've still got to grow. They still mm-hmm. need whatever they need to grow. So if you plant them in December, it's just going to take a lot longer. But surely they wouldn't but germinate in December. If your polytunnels warm enough, we've got a warm spell, they will. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all uh-huh. down to soil temperatures, Good conditions. really. Right, so there you go, yeah. David. There we go. Yeah, get them sown. Get after it. Get a, yes, sow it all the time. Um, right, Urban White Buffalo is asking, has... For everyone, has anyone tried to graft one to more variety stem onto another variety stem? Audrey, <laughs> is that something you might have dabbled with, or is that nothing? I have done that in the past, yes. What's it like? Is it easy to do? Is is it successful? Or It's remarkably easy to do. Right, and right. There's, you know, there's two ways to do it, where you cut both at an angle, or you cut like a V in one of them, and you cut a point in the other, and you put it in, and you... Wrap the grafting clip Wedge around cuts. it. I mean, it's almost, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. guess you you must have done some research and to find out what was a decent root stock <laughs> and what. I actually did not. I put one tomato on another tomato that was very vigorous. And yeah. like, so I assumed the rootstock was more vigorous. Right. And it did kind of... I'm actually thinking about doing that with Brad's Atomic Grape next year. Because you know how they come up and they are just so spindly? Sickly looking things, aren't they? Yeah, and I think, what if I put that on a really good rootstock? I wonder what would happen. So I was yeah. thinking about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very... It's not It's not as hard as it might sound. Mm-hmm. No. And uh, Steve, am I, will anything happen, you know, if you're kind of... Blending F1s and rootstocks, does that cause a problem or, or not? Not really. Um, your variety above the rootstock is, is the, the variety uh, that will grow. Uh-huh. And it's the vigor and the strength of the rootstock that will make your scion grow. Because that's your scion up above. Uh, all you've got to be careful of, really, as Audrey says there, it's quite easy. It's the cambium layer on the outside. As long as they match up mm. between the two, they'll take yes. pretty easily, pretty rapidly. It and was the, it was the what? Steve, goes, what did you see there? It was the what layer? Cambium Cam- layer, the the outer layer. The, the layer like on a tree, as, as you remember, right. from school, where they say, you know, <laughs> you just break open the bark and just chip a little bit of that layer away. That can break the cycle up and down the plant that sends the signals and all that stuff. So as long as those match 
on from your scion to your rootstock, then your plants will get away fine. Mm-hmm. It's go. the same with all grafting. If you're grafting apples onto apples or yeah, um, well, I know cannabis kind of onto weeds, whatever you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I've kind of bought, you know what I mean? I don't know, Jibbies, I guess you can do, it's a big thing with uh, chilli plants grafting. Is that something that you've, have you bought chilli plants, grafted chilli plants, or have you dabbled no, with the No, the only place I've ever seen grafted chilli plants is on your videos, Tony. Right, um, And I know right. you've done a few with tomatoes, but I, was, I had a, a kind of, the stupid question is, um, what rootstocks do you use for tomatoes? Like, what rootstocks are they gra- grafted onto? Are there tomato varieties? They cabbage, are some cabbage different, man, for God's sake. <laughs> they're all different, um, different varieties. The, the, I mean, I haven't done that for 20 years now, but I remember because it was uh, the name of a favourite song of mine at the time, um, but it was Arnold Rootstock. That was the one I used for tomatoes. There's probably hundreds available, but that was the one I always used. It was really nice and vigorous. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. And do you... Do you... Would a, a tomato rootstock dictate the growth form in the same yes. way that an apple rootstock would? Yeah, okay. yeah. all the vigour and the strength comes from the rootstock. Mm. So you're well, looking yeah. to get the vigour from it. the rootstock and the qualities of the scion to get your yeah. plants. Yes. Steve, while you're there, um, Ian from Grown Locals asking, Steve, do you plant your shallots on Boxing Day too? Because I was going to ask you this, Steve. No. But no. why couldn't you? Could you not do like a succession plant and get like a harvest? I suppose or... you. I suppose you could do, but I'm always looking um, to bulb up all my shallots and onions and garlic pretty much at the same time. I don't know why I don't do it earlier, to be honest. And I know with leeks, I, I know I know why I don't do leeks on Boxing Day. Uh, it's because they're just too early. And even now, my leeks that I sowed in January were too early this year because they had a run into seed, as you, mm-hmm. as you know yourself, Tony. But, I mean, leeks, really, you can plant all the way into March. I've just always done them, always done them early in uh, January. I yeah. think that was, I think that was everyone, that was Steve telling everyone he's got a new mic stand there. You see? <laughs> <laughs> I just knocked it. <laughs> well, I think we're kind of coming to the end there. Let's have a look. We were, oh, 101 hour, nine minutes. We will get into the tips of the week audrey what is your tip of the week girl i am gonna say because i we talked about this last week even that people are getting a little weary right now because of the heat because of it's august we've been at this a while so i'm gonna say take a fresh look at your garden and Think about how you can enjoy it between now and the end of the season. Whether that means you're planting new things, whether you're harvesting, whatever. Remember that the point of gardening is enjoyment, and it's also like a soul life-giving thing. So don't miss that as we're trying to keep weeds out and keep it looking pretty. Like, just enjoy it. And if that means you just sit, like JB in his meadow at his plot, mm-hmm. then just do that. Because, the, I mean, there's also soul value in gardening. So don't miss that. You're exactly right, Audrey. And it's f- funny enough, it's it's the, the glut harvest that's not my favourite time. Do you know what I mean? You, you work your little Charlie Hollocks off to get there, but when that, <laughs> when that comes, do you know what I mean? It's what? Like, 
You're Charlie what? <laughs> Hollix. He wow. means his tush. <laughs> I love I love some of the terms that you guys use. They're just delightful. Charlie Hollix. Okay. Bollocks. I'm going to use that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, meaning you kind of, you know, it's all yeah. this preparation and then I'm finding now and it's like every year it does get, this, I did not say it gets down, but it's like you go up and you want to do something and you, you know, I've got to, because the tomatoes are split, I don't you know harvest them. You can spend a good 30 to 40 minutes just on harvest just to right. you know, get your veg in, and then you've got to water your tomatoes, and then you can It's almost like an hour, an hour before you've even. Let's just play with some garden, you know. And That's why I always take my flask with me, so that I always make sure I sit down and have a coffee. Uh-huh. I sit down for five, maybe ten minutes a time, at least three, three times every morning, at least. Mm-hmm. You're always on your just... phone chatting to us. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. No, you're always bloody bugging me. <laughs> Steve, how'd you do this? Hi, no, Steve, Steve, Steve. JB, what was is your tips of the week? Okay, so mine this isn't this isn't a novel one, right? But brassicas, okay, it's not the end of the season for the cabbage, right? Especially down south. And the tip is to check once, check twice, and then check a third time for eggs, caterpillars, all the pests on the brassicas, because it is amazing what you can miss right i spent probably 45 minutes in my my little brassica bed just yesterday went over everything like thought it was with a fine tooth comb and then i could still see i was still finding a few little eggs here and there i went back through it all again and found just as many as the first time and you have to be so careful with those eggs because the the cabbage whites will just decimate stuff so quickly and do that even if even if it's netted because even the yeah. absolute best netting. You're well, still likely yeah. to get one or two ninja butterflies that get in there somehow. No, I mean, the, really the caterpillars are like masters of disguise, aren't they? The ninjas. Yeah, exactly. They hide right. so well. And you've got to be careful when you're looking for Design them as well for because the slightest knock on a leaf will fall off into the soil. And then when you turn your back, the little buggers are climbing back mm-hmm. up again. So well, I've, I've, had to, I've had to kind of, I didn't want to, but I've had to kind of go with the BT. Bacillus mm. then and Genesis today, yesterday, because my um, sprouting broccoli is just like twigs. There's no green. I'm thinking, have I met you know what I mean? And it's just like butterfly got into the polytunnel, laid probably one batch. I've cleaned yeah. JB, JB, I've cleaned, I've picked, like you see, I've, I've even sunk them in my barrel of water to try and drown the little buggers, you know what I mean? And then kind of, mm. when they're still getting there, so I thought, right. And I know BT works, you know what I mean? So I've kind of, and I've got some cauliflowers coming there now and some uh, broccoli, so I'm hoping, like calabrese, so I'm hoping a good dose of the, the BT. Do you, JB, do you not use the neem oil no more? Because I know you kind of did a few tests and trials with it. Yeah, no, I do. St- I st- I tend to use it earlier in the season, um, and it's a little bit. Um, if you're spraying, certainly towards harvest time, it's not good because that stuff does not taste nice. Um, it's probably safe to consume, but it's just really bitter. Um, so as we get later in the season, I stop. I stop using it. Um, and generally, normally at this time of year, stuff like aphid um, and white fly populations are kind of a bit more under control from natural predators, um, but. You know, it's really low in kind of ladybird numbers and stuff like that on my plot at the moment. So I've been going in and physically removing the aphids where I can. 
my brass Those aphids look terrible on that little cabbage you've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All your ladybirds yeah. have went to your meadow. That's what they're all having a party in Benidorm. There you go. The other one to watch out for is hoverfly larvae. Because um, they look a little bit like caterpillars, um, but they're a they're a positive to have. They'll they'll go through, and they eat even more than the um, the ladybird aphids. Um, the ladybird nice. larvae, hoverfly larvae are really really voracious eaters. So um, yeah, look out for those as well. They're they're good friends right. to have in the the battle against the aphids. <laughs> Stephen, hello. Tip of the week, sir. Oh right, um, uh, right cleaning. And it's cleaning your polytunnel plastic and your greenhouse glass. At this time of the year, light light levels or light hours are dropping and the angle of the sun will start to change soon. You want to take best advantage of whatever light's available through the winter months. So get in there, clean your polytunnel plastic on the inside, get rid of all the algae. You don't need to use any cleaners. Just wet it down, come back five minutes later with a like a window brush that you would use, wash all the algae off and then rinse it off. And the same on the inside of your greenhouse as well. Just allows maximum light transmission into grey props over winter. So that kind of any time now to, to start thinking yes. about doing that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we, we are going to try and kind of get our crops through as much as winter as possible this year as well, Steve. We Is do. That right? Yeah, we always do. Yes, well. I start off well. I, I can get the odd mustard through the like, you know what I mean, like in early March and that. So hopefully. just give them a chance, and when it, when it's looking a little bit sorry for itself one morning, when it's been a little bit cold, don't rip it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you know, you get fed up, don't you? Oh, the same growing, rip, 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 rip. Well, it's it, it, and it's funny, kind of. It's I was looking at another good point you made, Steve, there because there was, and I forget what it is. It's some salad or chicory or something that I've put in next to the potatoes and they looked as sorry as anything when I put them in in the kind of yeah. direct heat in the but I've just went back yesterday and I thought bloody hell you know they've they all took back. and they're all bushy and they're all kind yeah. of and I'm thinking you know it's just like they just, just get a little bit confused for a week because uh-huh. they're now in a different environment and they think oh well this isn't so bad here we're getting water we've got soil let's pour our roots down and mm-hmm. And then they start thinking, oh, it's quite nice, this. Getting all this free food, all this free water and sun. And not and much off. water, but, you know, well, we'll try. Always sulk for a week. Oh. Sulky little. They're like teenagers. Well, <laughs> listen, I think we've come to the end of another another fantastic Potty Mouth Garden Club. Naturally, GB, thank you very much, sir. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Audrey, thank you. Thank you very much you. indeed. And Stephen. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you very much. (laughs) And a big thank you to everyone who's watching live and who, you know, like I say, don't forget our Discord there. And if you want to listen to a podcast, just searching on Apple Podcasts or any podcast, you know, if you're a kind of a Windows user. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whoever, I don't know who uses Windows, to be honest. You (laughs) might find some sort of Android podcast there, you know, but <laughs> we are there. Everyone, thank you so much for coming. It's been a pleasure and an honour to have you on board. We will see you next week, next Monday at 7 pm. Look after yourselves. Take good thank care. You, Tony. Cheers, Good everyone. Bye bye.